This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. If you bet on it, Harry, and you win something, just let me see some of that. Right, exactly. Whoa. Let, let him hold Excuse it. Excuse you. Yeah, let, let him hold, hold that. Let him hold, let him hold the dollar. That's right. Let him hold the dollar. <laughs> he gave you late intel. If you win some scratch on it, That's why are you right. going to deny a guy? That's right. Cheapskate. I'll give you 10%. Listen, I'll take what I can get. Well, hold on a second. How much Pause. are you betting? <laughs> like, if I bet $100, I'm okay. going to give him 10% of the earnings. All right. I just want to make sure you're not going to cheapen yeah. up on him. I'm not going to do that to Brother Dave. Like, Dan. you go to the dollar slots at the casino. Me and Brother Dave go to church together. I wouldn't do that to him. Amen. Hallelujah. I got a feeling that we're going to get some money. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> and welcome to the best, most evil show on your radio. You know it better is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got my man Harry Douglas. I am Freddie Coleman. We are presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Series X and Channel 80. And always tell that smart speaker of yours to play ESPN radio. NFL questions. What is your biggest NFL question heading into week two? We want to hear from you at Coleman ESPN and at H Douglas 83 and also on the phone so you can be heard on ESPN radios. Freddie and Harry at triple eight set triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. The biggest question you have about your team heading into week two. We want to hear from you at triple eight seven two nine three seven seven six. One and oh Falcons. Don't have to worry about that. Oh, they'll be two and oh. You're calling well, your shot right now. Well, we said oh and two. Well, to be zero and two, you got to be zero and one. The Falcons don't have to worry about that. Okay. Sorry, Giants. So, so but I, I think you're calling your shot here, saying they're going to beat the Packers one o'clock Eastern time. Of course, I am. Just want to make sure I understood you. So you know, I'm on that. I'm on the six a.m. flight mm-hmm. leaving Denver, Colorado, to Atlanta. As soon as I get to the airport, I'm right. going straight to Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Okay. I also got to do something inside the stadium on the field. So you know, I'm, I'm gonna be in there. Look at you, all up in the building, all up in the videos. Yeah, I'm being there. Okay. He's called the shot. But you know, if you don't win, you're going to have to issue apologies to Devin Kane and Shannon Penn for all the hell you put them through with their Giants losing to the Cowboys that way. Oh, no. Uh-uh. How, they, <laughs> how they got beat? <laughs> Embarrassed. Hey, every, every week is different. If, they're the, if, they, if they have the same record, the Giants beat the Cardinals, if they have the same record as your Falcons, I'm expecting, as a matter of, I'm demanding an apology. To Devin Kane and the Shannon Pin from you. Goodness. Yeah, I like the sounds of that. Uh, yeah. Look look at you. I like the sounds of that. <laughs> Why do you do that? <laughs> uh, I like the sound uh, of <laughs> If anything, the Devin sounds like that's not it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's an inside joke. It's an inside joke. Yes, it joke. is. It's very inside. <laughs> that's becoming more and more outside the building every time we do it. As far as that goes, your calls in ten minutes. What's your biggest NFL question you have about Anything, your team, somebody else's team heading into week two, we take your calls at 888-729-3776. And Rogers left no question about his return in 2024. He put out an Instagram post yesterday, a couple of days ago, excuse me. He had successful surgery on his torn Achilles. And then on the Pat McAfee show on ESPN today, he really put it out there with these four words to say, I'm going to be back. Give me the doubts. Yes. Give me the doubts. Give me the uh, the timetables. Give me all the things that you think can, should, or will happen. Because all I need is that one little extra percent of inspiration. That's all I need. So give me your doubts. Give me your prognostications. And then watch what I do. Monday was an amazing day to start. Amazing night around the field with the flag, the electric. And then it turned into one of the toughest uh, 24-hour stretches I've had uh, in my life, for sure. A lot of sadness, a lot of tears, a lot of uh, dark uh, frustration, anger, all the gamut of emotions. But 
And the sun rose the next day, and uh, I found myself in L.A. and had surgery on uh, Wednesday. And since then, I've been feeling better. I'm glad he shared that with not just Pat McAfee, but the entire world, because it takes you inside the mind of a phenomenal professional athlete. And sometimes there are situations that go on that's beyond our control. And I say are because I'm a former athlete, right? And I love when people can get a glimpse of that, okay, this human being is just like me. This young man hurts just like me. When he said the anger, the frustration, the tears, that's real life, man. That's real life. And I've seen a lot of players go through things like this. Because so many times, you know, so many people put professional athletes on this pedestal Mm -hmm. that sometimes they forget that, okay, they bleed the same way that you do. They put on their pants the same way that you do. They have issues the same way that you do. So I'm glad Aaron Rodgers was able to share that and let the world know, yeah, I was devastated. Yeah, I shed tears. I was crying. And I can relate to that, man, because I remember when I tore my ACL, Freddie. Right. It was it was brutal for me to know. I knew I tore my ACL, but when those doctors came in and told me mm-hmm. it was a torn ACL, I, I couldn't stop crying. I cried for like three days straight. Right. I literally I did. But thankfully, you know, I had enough people in my corner. Uh my family was there for me. My wife was there for me at the time. She was my girlfriend. Uh, but I had that support system, and, and and I was able to overcome it. I know Aaron Rodgers is going to be able to overcome this because a guy that's so competitive, a guy that plays the game at a high level, the guys that, a guy that takes pride in everything that he does, it's not going to go out like that. Yeah, he's it's just not no happen. way. Yeah, there was no way that that was going to be the end of his football dash. That the final time he was on a football field, he popped his Achilles, and he was not going to come back. Especially when he knows he still has more than enough even at 40 years of age next year, to not just be the quarterback of the New York Jets, but an effective quarterback with that football team that can be a serious contender in the AFC. Manny and Reno, the biggest little city in the world, wants to weigh in on Aaron Rodgers at 888-729-3776. Manny, thanks for calling the Freddie and Harry Hotline. What you got? Thank you, gentlemen, for taking my car. I appreciate it. You know, the question that I was wondering today is, what do the Jets do if Zach Wilson is actually, I mean, pretty good this year i mean you got a young quarterback compared to aaron Rodgers, who's going to be 40 next year do the jets keep wilson and trade aaron Rodgers, or do they go with aaron Rodgers? well they're not going to trade aaron Rodgers, number one because too much, money. Said too much money but that would be an interesting storyline let's say zach wilson goes out there and he exceeds and outweighs and outsizes any kind of expectations. The Jets are 8-14 and 14 as a team with him being a starting quarterback. So he has nowhere to go but up when it comes to Zach Wilson. But they get into the, get, they get into the playoffs, and he wins a playoff game. We know he's going to go back to being the second string. I wonder how Zach Wilson is going to handle that more than the New York Jets. Well, I would say this. Now the question becomes, okay, Zach Wilson did some phenomenal things this season, but – when it comes to us making the playoffs again next year, when he has to go up against a Patrick Mahomes, when he has to go up against a Joe Burrow in these upper echelon quarterbacks, is he able to go toe to toe with those guys? Is he able, and we understand what this defense has meant to the New York Jets organization last year and also this year. But at the end of the day, when you're talking about getting to getting into deep of the playoffs, right. you got to have that dude. If you're in the AFC, you got to have that dude, man, at the quarterback position. 
I, I, I've yeah. seen it happen to the Tennessee Titans, right? Absolutely. Der- I've seen Derrick Henry literally carry this team to an AFC championship game, but they ran into the Kansas City Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, in which Mahomes was was the better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. I've seen it happen before. One of the things about that, if you're Zach Wilson, especially when you got the Cowboys this week, home versus New England and home versus Kansas City, the Jets are going to find out a lot about what they actually may or may not have when it comes to Zach Wilson. When you got mm-hmm. a bunch of those filthy McNasties on defense, you got guys in the outside that can catch and make some plays. You know you got a running game with Brees Hall and also when it comes to Dalvin Cook. The offensive line pass protection is going to be an issue. We completely understand that. But they show they can run block. They they can displace people off the line of scrimmage and let the running backs make a play. If your quarterback is holding all that back, you're going to find out sooner than later when it comes to Zach Wilson. And we'll see what kind of lessons he has learned from Aaron Rodgers and that time they spent together in training camp. And this is the best support system, I think, from a player standpoint that Zach Wilson has had in his career, too. So no I'm looking forward to seeing how he's going to be able to yeah. function at the quarterback position yeah. with these guys on the roster versus what he had previously. Yeah, starting this Sunday, we'll see when it comes to Zach Wilson. <laughs> Brian in the great state of Connecticut. Brian, what you have for us here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio? Go ahead, Brian. Brian. Oh, I think I think Brian gets the gas face. We tried, Brian. <laughs> we certainly did. Close, but no cigar. <laughs> we tried. That, that's what we should do. If somebody calls and we go to them, and either Ooh. they spit the bit or they're not there, they get they get the gas face. Yeah, they get that. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so do I. Frank in Tennessee. What is your biggest NFL question heading into Week Two? Let us know here on ESPN Radio. Hey, guys, how are y'all doing? I'm calling you with this big country accent from the Smoky <laughs> Mountains here in Tennessee. There you go. Uh, I'm a Charger fan, and uh, my question is this. Is the Miami Dolphins defensive line that good? Or is my San Diego Super Chargers offensive line that bad? See, I don't, I don't think the Chargers line, their line is that bad. we got to remember it's game one, right? It's game one, and I would also say – I wouldn't sleep on the Miami Dolphins defensive line this entire season under Vic Fangio. Like, they got some dogs up there on their defensive line now. You talk about Bradley Chubb, Chubb, Jalen Phillips, Christian Mm -hmm. Wilkins. Those guys can play the game of football at a very, very high level. But I I like the Chargers line with Rashawn Slater coming back. Zion Johnson is a guy that they took recently. Also, Jamari uh, Sawyer, they took him last year. Corey Lindsley. Uh, they have some dudes up there on the offensive line. It's all about – got to remember, this is a different offense too because you you had um, – I can't remember his name right now. They came from Dallas as the offensive coordinator. Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. There you go. Drew a blank for a second. That's my boy. You my boy, Blue. Pick me up. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you got to understand it's a, it's a different offense as well. So mm. all these things are trying to gel together. You got some of those guys coming off of injury. So I wouldn't just judge it by one game. Uh, you know what? Before we move on, mm-hmm. special shout-out goes to Frank in Tennessee. You know yeah. why? Because Frank why? was on hold for 55 minutes to really? ask the question about the Chargers offensive line. Nice. That's how you know it's football season. Shout-out to you, Frank. <laughs> a boy, yeah. Frank. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Frank, you can call anytime. The next time you call, we're going to make sure you're not going to have to wait 55 minutes because if you're calling from the Great Smoky Mountains of Tennessee, and believe me, if I got a chance to live in Nashville, Tennessee, that's where I would love to live. I love that city. So have a chance to be a part of Smoky Mountains. You wait that long, Frank, the next time you call, we're going to make sure you don't wait 55 minutes. This way we get the boo for making you wait that long to Atta ask baby. your question. <laughs> Freddie and Bubba Frank. 
Yeah, we get the, yeah, we get the gas face, no doubt about that, in the booze as far as that goes. Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, and Freddie and Harry, thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs, for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you can save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Got some questions I want answers. NFL questions and answers. Oh, baby. Give me everything you got. With Freddie and Harry. So it's part two. We did it about two hours ago, and we're doing it two hours later. What we know and what we want to see regarding these games in the NFL. It's all about questions and answers here on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. For all intents and purposes, let's be honest, this is game of the weekend. Jets at Cowboys. Harry, what do you know and what do you want to see? Freddie, what we know about these two teams is that their defenses are elite. What I want to see is how not just Zach Wilson, but Dak Prescott going to fare up against the New York Jets in their defense because this is a team that can rush four and drop seven. And Dak Prescott has struggled with zone coverage in the past. So I want to see both of these quarterbacks and how they're going to be able to fare up against these elite defenses on Sunday. Yeah, what he said. Let's move on. Chiefs at Jaguars. What do you know? What do you want to see? What we know is that the Kansas City Chiefs didn't win their opener for the first time in five years as Patrick Mahomes was the starter. What I want to see from the Jacksonville Jaguars, can they capitalize on the opportunities that they get in this game? Watching this film from last year in the playoff series that they had versus the Kansas City Chiefs, they had opportunities. They had moments. Mm Mm-hmm but they didn't capitalize on those moments. I want to see now in 2023, can they do so? And also not allow Travis Kelsey to have 14 catches. That would help out too. Yeah, no doubt about that because I'm sure he wants to make up for lost time for not being there week one versus Detroit. This is what I know. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to bounce back. Even though I don't have any crystal ball to look into the future, I don't have a hot tub time machine or a flux capacitor, but I got a pretty good idea that's what I know, that the Chiefs aren't going to start 0-2 to the season. What I want to see is how – the Chiefs control Calvin Ridley because the Lions thought they could get Amon, Saint Ra- Amon Ross St. Brown loose. And early on they did, then the Chiefs just shut that down. And then the Lions had to run the football. They were successful doing that, running out that, running it, being physical against the Kansas City Chiefs defense. Ridley can go. We saw last year what we had been missing when he put himself on the shelf with that betting scandal that knocked him out of 2022. When he's like that, he's elite. I can't wait to see exactly how Kansas City handles that or how Calvin Ridley cannot be handled by that Chiefs defense. Seahawks at Lions. What do you know? What do you want to see? We know last week the Seattle Seahawks were terrible on third downs, two for nine. Uh, it's going to be hard to win a football game if you continue to let allow that to happen. What I want to see from the Detroit Lions is that coming off a win versus the defending Super Bowl champions, can you follow, follow it up with another stellar performance and be better than you were offensively in game one? Right, You mm-hmm. won against the Kansas City Chiefs, but your offense didn't play your best. I want to see, can you play complementary uh, football across the board without any hiccups against the Seattle Seahawks? This is what I know. The Detroit Lions will be a very physical team. That offensive line, they don't mind punching you in the face and then punching you while you're down. They're like MMA fighters, especially in the short amount of space. That's what they want to do. That reflects the toughness of their head coach when it comes to Dan Campbell. That's what I know. What I want to see is where were this physical Seahawks team last week in that division? Because they were underrated on defense. They didn't mind getting things dirty. They didn't mind mucking things up. 
They wanted the dirtier the better. Last week they got thrown into the mud by the Los Angeles by the Los Angeles Rams and they didn't want to get up. They wanted a new clean suit. I want to see that dirty team again. I want to see them put on their cheap suits and be the more physical team. Because if they're not, then the Seattle Seahawks, they are definitely going to be on too when it's said and done. Commanders at Broncos. Okay, Harry, what do you know? What do you want to see? Well, we know things haven't been right in Denver. Uh last year and also the start this season off when you look at the preseason and also game one. What I want to see, I want to see Russell Wilson be able to push the football down the field, not just take mm-hmm. these check downs or these, you know, small throws all the time. Check downs are good. That's not what I'm saying. But you have to, throughout a game at some point, throw the ball deep and have confidence while doing it. I, I don't want to imagine Russell Wilson losing the first two games Ooh. of the 2023 season Ooh. against Jimmy Garoppolo and then Sam Howell. That wouldn't be good. Here's what I know. Russell Wilson, boy, are you in trouble? You don't have to take my word for it. Check out what Zach by. We had him on the show. He's the co-host of Stokely and Zach, 104.3, the fan in Denver each and every day. When he joined us early on the fits on Friday and Harry, excuse me, he said, if this keeps up, uh, there'll be somebody else in Russell Wilson's spot sooner than later. If they do not beat Sam Howell and the Commanders this weekend, as sure as I am talking to you right now, you will see Jarrett Stidham out there playing for Sean Payton, whether Russell Wilson is healthy or not. Because here's the kicker decision. With this new contract that hasn't even kicked in yet, okay, because they did the deal with two years left on the current contract. So the new contract, the third biggest in the history of the quarterback position, doesn't even kick in until next year. But this is why I brought this up. The Broncos have a decision to make after this year. If Russell Wilson is on the roster at the first day of the new league year, his money not only kicks in for 2024, it kicks in for 2025. So you need to see what you have in Russell Wilson, because if you're going to move forward with him, you move forward with him in wholesale financially for the next two years, as opposed to if he doesn't play well, they can actually designate him as one of these post-June first cuts and spread the damage out over the a course of the next few years. That's what I know. Russell Wilson, boy, you in trouble. Here's what I want to see. Chase Young. He's going to be back on the field after having the injury that knocked him out of end of his rookie year that torn ACL, and he missed a lot of the preseason because he had a neck issue. He says he's ready to rock. He's in the contract year. I want to see that dude that I thought would be that next-rate defensive pass rush in the National Football League. If he's anywhere near, this commander's defense could really be a problem in the NFC beast that involves them, the Cowboys, the Eagles, and the Giants. Colts at Texans. NFL questions and answers with Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. So this game, what do you know? What do you want to see? Well, I know both of these teams coming into the season um, were going to be terrible. That's what I do know, Freddie. (laughs) Now, what I want to see, I want to see which one of these young quarterbacks, rookie quarterbacks, are going to be able to be better than they were in week one. Anthony Richardson, I thought he had a solid first start. C.J. Stroud, a little up and down here and there. But mm-hmm. you went against the Baltimore Ravens in that defense, and we know uh, what they compose to people. But which one of these quarterbacks are going to be able to be the best in their second start? And C.J. Stroud, we do know he's questionable right now in this game with a shoulder injury. What he said, let's move on. 49ers at Rams. These two teams can't stand each other. We know the quote, the great line from – from the coach and the water boy, it's going to be awfully, awfully physical involving the Rams and the 49ers. So what do you know? What do you want to see? I know the San Francisco 49ers in week one showed me that they were the best team in the National Football League currently, right now. 
Uh, what I want to see is if you're playing a Los Angeles Rams team that you are clearly better than, I don't want the game to be close. I want to see you dominate like I've seen you dominate in week one. And I understand it's a division game, a divisional opponent, and the relationship between Kyle Shanahan and, and Sean McVay. But this is a game where the 49ers have to really put their foot on the gas and say we are the big bad you-know-whats in this division and also the National Football League. Here's what I know. Brock Purdy. Purdy. Brock Purdy is going to be just fine. Mr. Purdy. Period. I keep warning y'all. You want to downgrade him. You want to say he's not this, he's not that. Purdy. Brock Purdy is going to be just fine. That's what I know. Here's what I want to see. I can't wait to see exactly how the Los Angeles Rams try to find a weakness. Lord knows good luck. I can't wait to see if they can actually find one. Because you look at all three levels of this 49ers defense, I think the only weakness may be their uniforms. And that's not a weakness. That's tempo. how good they are. Yeah. Don't be surprised if you see tempo from the Rams. Well, you're going to have to. Because, yep. because when they create the tempo and knock you in the mouth, you stay knocked. And that's the last thing you need for the Los Angeles Rams because you did that to Seattle. That could be flipped on you from the San Francisco 49ers. Keep those questions coming in. In terms of your biggest question about your team heading into week two, what do you need to see? Let us know at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. Plus, yours truly, Freddie Coleman, and my compadre, Harry Douglas, part of Freddie and Harry, will be a part of ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge Week 2. We solicit from our guys behind the scenes, and we're going to try to do what we did last week. That was whip that behind and take some names. That's next on ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. I remember I was dating this young lady when I was living in Portland, Maine. She could never get past, it should be with you, not with you. I said, you really don't know this song now, do you? <laughs> you really don't know, do you? 
<laughs> there was some schooling going on thanks Just to listen. two occasions and the deal it is love friday freddie and harry edition you got harry douglas the birthday boy along he and his wife celebrating their birthday this weekend i'm freddie coleman thanks for joining us on espn radio as well as the espn app series x and channel 80 and always tell that smart speaker of yours to play espn radio we are presented by progressive insurance each and every friday night it's us versus the world no not you the people we work with, you know it better as. This is a challenge. Challenge. This is ESPN Radio's Pick'em Challenge. Now after week one, who's in first? Us. That's right. Freddie and Harry undefeated last week at 3-0. Game night with Q Myers and the gang. They're 2-1. and one. <laughs> Unsportsmanlike. 1-2. and two. And like this show, they got an NFL player. My NFL player is better than theirs. <laughs> Greeny's one and two. I guess Himbo did not have a good week. Carlin versus Joe. I guess it is Carlin versus Joe. They were one and two. And Amber and Ian, they were one and two. So we got a nice little advantage, Harry. Yes, we do. Leading into week two. And we always believe the room always wins. And last week, the room was perfect at three and no. So what's going to happen this week? Let's start with Dolphins at Patriots. Dolphins are three-point favorite on the road against New England. Harry, what say you? Oh, man. This is a tough one because I don't know what the weather is going to be like in New England. All right. In Foxborough. And I know the Dolphins love to throw the football away. Also, the win mm. is a factor up there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, straight up, I do like the Dolphins to win this football game. I'm going to go with the Dolphins, but I can't say it conf- uh, with confidence right now, Freddie. Okay. Devin Kane, where are you sliding? I'm going the opposite way. I'm going the Pats. I'm taking the points. You're getting you're getting New England at home, getting three points. The defense really looked good, and, and that was coming into the season. They looked, but the offense they kind of surprised me as well. Bill O'Brien at the helm taking over. Mac Jones didn't look too bad. I think if they run the ball, control the clock, I, I, I think the three points is enough for me. I'm taking the Pats. Okay, Mark Mark Morales, what you got, my friend? All right, I'm going to be taking the Dolphins here. I think their offense is just is just one of the best in the league, if not the best in the league. I know the Patriots have Bill Belichick. Their defense is really good. But yeah. I think this is one of those years where, you know, the Pats might have a little a bit of a down year. So I'm taking the uh, taking the Dolphins. Shannon Penn, so far 2-1 in favor of Miami. Yeah, we're going to make this 3-1 in favor of Miami right now. I'm, I'm ready to buy in. Okay. There's been questions about Tua's whole NFL career, the health. I get all of that. As Devin is shaking his why, head why right is now, Devin shaking, why are you I'm, shaking I'm your ready head? to buy in. I'm ready to buy in. This is going to be a big test yeah. for Tua and all of those conversations. Uh, no, he's taking no, the Dolphins. Taking the Dolphins. Dolphins. Oh. Yeah. Why? 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 Why does that aggrieve you, Devin? Well, if he's taking the Dolphins, that's three one. I know we're taking the Dolphins now. Exactly. I was going to root for the Dolphins anyway. And here's another reason: game time temperature on Sunday night, sixty four degrees, partly cloudy skies, winds five to ten miles per hour. Weather would not be a factor in that one. Oh, okay. The, the, the room wins. The Dolphins, yeah, the Dolphins win that by more than three. The room always wins. Chiefs at Jaguars. Chiefs are three-and-a-half-point favorite on the road against the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Chiefs are 0-1. The Jaguars are 1-0. Harry, what say you? I'm going Jacksonville with this one, and I think the Calvin Ridley is going to play a factor. When I look at the Kansas City Chiefs from a def- defensive perspective, their defensive coordinator, Steve Spagnuolo, loves to play – man coverage and blitz. Well, 
they have some dudes over there in Jacksonville, and I love the uh, the surge from Trevor Lawrence right. the back half of the year last year and some of the throws that he made in the game versus the Colts in week one. So I'm going with the Jags in this one. Okay, Devin Kane, where are you sliding to? I'm with Harry. I'm going Jacksonville. Okay. Give Mark me the Mor- points. Mark Morales. So I'm actually going to go with the Chiefs, and the reason why is because the Chiefs are going to have Travis Kelsey back. They're going to have Chris Jones back. I mm. know I've been kind of on you guys saying, why aren't we talking about this game enough? It's a big game. The Chiefs go down 0-2. I'm believer in the Jags, but I think Mahomes does not want to lose two in a row after the after the stinker in week one. I think he's going to make a statement. Okay, Shannon Penn. Duval! Give me the Jags. Here we go, baby. So we got 2-2, right? Harry? We got 2-2, right? Because, um, Devin, you're taking the Chiefs, right? No, I'm taking the Jaguars. Taking the Jaguars. No, it's, it's 3-1 already. I'm going to take the Chiefs, but the room always wins, so I guess we're going to Jaguars. But if the Chiefs do what I think they're going to do, I'm not going to be happy with you, Harry, with you, Devin, and with you, Shannon. So that's what you're going to do, Freddie? That's I think what for you're pos- going to do. I, I yeah. think for posterity, we still need to know who you're going to take. I was going to take the Chiefs. Chiefs okay. Yeah, I was going to take the Chiefs. I mean, I had no doubt in my mind about that, but like we say, the room always wins when it comes to the picks. Ravens at Bengals. Ravens are 1-0. Bengals are 0-1. These two teams can't stand each other. As a matter of fact, the whole AFC Northgate, they can't stand each other. Bengals a three-point favorite at home. Harry Douglas, what do you say? I'm going Cincinnati. I'm looking at the Baltimore Ravens and offensive linemen. Starting ones are out. Uh, You have the running back that's out. You look on the defensive side, you have a starting safety that's out. And I also think Joe Burrow and company, they're going to get things back going from an offensive standpoint. So I'm going with Cincinnati. All right, Devin Kane. Cincinnati is getting a lot, most of the public money right now, and also they're getting a lot of the sharp money. When those two things align, give me Cincinnati. All right. Nasty natty, baby. Yeah, I used to go up there in my college days to that nasty natty. If we only had video of that. Mark Morales, what you got? I'm taking the Bengals. You know, they got embarrassed in you know, week one against their rival in Cleveland. They were talking about the Elves, and they, they put up a stinker. Joe Burrow is going to come out and put on a show. Okay. All right. That's 3 0 Cincinnati, so I know where the rumor's going. Shannon Penn, for posterity's sake. I know a guy named Harry Douglas. And when you have an outstanding player like Lamar Jackson, Ed, sometimes you refer to that boy being bad. Something like that, Harry? Bad. <laughs> get a boy bad. All right. Lamar Jackson, that boy bad. So I like the Ravens plus three. Yeah, I like the Ravens as well. But like we said, the room always wins. We got three, two in favor of the Bengals. So that's where the room is going to go. The Bengals are going to win this by more than three points, according to the room. So those are our picks. Dolphins, we believe the room believes the Dolphins will win by more than three versus New England. Chiefs, three and a half point favorite on the road against the Jaguars. The room believes the Jaguars are going to win. The Bengals, a three point favorite against the Baltimore Ravens at home. The room believes that the Bengals are going to win. So those are our picks for the week. As we try to go 3-0, and at least stay ahead of our compadres when it comes to ESPN Radio Pick'em Challenge when it comes to Week 2. More of your answers or questions regarding Week 2 in the National Football League. Can't wait to hear from you at 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. That allows you to be heard on the Freddie and Harry hotline. Mike in Ohio, what is your biggest question going into Week 2 of the NFL? Well, my biggest question going into Week 2 is uh, Brown's defense was – freaking outstanding can they sustain that and will it sustain itself and uh that offense did exactly what it needed to do in that game to take over the Bengals. i know everybody's saying nationally that burroughs has a hard time with cleveland but i really think this cleveland team has what it takes and i need to see them sustain themselves through the afc north through the next three weeks and show us that they deserve to be on the field in week five with a with a team like San Francisco. What? 
I said before the season got started, Harry, that if that Browns defense, I thought that Browns defense could be really, really good. And if Deshaun Watson can keep improving week by week, he's not going to get to the level we saw the last time when he was an elite quarterback in the NFL with the Houston Texans. But if he can get anywhere to the 60 to 65% of that, this Browns team has all the makings, could be a 9-10 win team and a potential playoff team in a loaded AFC. I love their defense, and I think they have the personnel to do a lot of different things, a lot of things that, you know, a lot, a lot of people will raise eyebrows about, but, uh, about, but Jim Swartz coming over to this team and saying, okay, we're going to blitz. We're going to play man coverage on the back end. But now you're playing a Pittsburgh Steelers football team. That's a, a divisional opponent, and we know how much of a slugfest that's going to be. But I believe in this Browns defense. I really do. Mm-hmm. And you don't need Deshaun Watson to go out there throwing for three or 400 yards. He just has to take care of the football and, and, and hit the layups and make the plays when, when, when they call for him to make. So yeah, the best, I, I, think, I think Cleveland's going to be all right. Yeah, the best layup is hand the ball to Nick Chubb. That's a layup that usually never goes begging if you're that Browns offense. Mm-hmm. One last one from J.P. in Jacksonville. J.P., what is the biggest question you have in the NFL going into week number two? Well, first off, I got to say, uh, it's not the San Diego Superchargers anymore. It's the <laughs> L.A. Chargers. Get them, JP. <laughs> we get it. I'm born, I'm born and raised in San Diego, and when they moved to L.A., I became a Jags fan. And all I got to say now is Duval, mm-hmm. how far do you think we can go this year? I think you'd be an 11-win team in a winnable division. I, I'm a believer in the Jacksonville Jaguars. Calvin Ridley, an elite wide receiver. He's going to make everybody better. Evan Ingram going to have more one-on-one coverage at the tight end. Travis Etienne can be that finisher in the fourth quarter running the football. The defense needs to improve a little bit. I thought at times they let some plays get away from them. And also you looked up the Jacksonville Jaguars were down 21-17 to to an Indianapolis Colts team that they're clearly better before they realized who they were. But they have all the makings, even in the AFC, in that division. They could be a 10-11 win team and dangerous in the playoffs. Yeah, defensively, I like Josh Allen, right? He had three sacks. He can go. Not the quarterback Josh Allen, but the defensive end slash linebacker Josh Allen. (laughs) Three sacks in the first matchup. Um, Trayvon Walker, in his his second year, what is he going to be able to be for that defensive line and that defense? I like their two linebackers, Foyer Lewkin and also Devin Lloyd, a guy that played at Utah and had a phenomenal senior year when he was there. Foyer, I covered him when he was in Atlanta, makes plays all over the football field. If there's a question mark I have for Jacksonville, um, it's the secondary, more so the corners. How are those guys going to be able to, to to hold up an entire season? He's Harry Douglas. Hit him on social media at HDouglas83. I am Freddie Coleman. Hit me on social media at Coleman ESPN, part of Freddie and Harry. Our last words and another edition of why? Because it's Florida. This is ESPN Radio. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com.
It is Love Friday on Freddie and Harry. You got Harry Douglas, Freddie Coleman together, presented by Progressive Insurance. Appreciate you joining us for this Love Friday, as always, on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Sirius X and Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Before we get to our last words in sports, it's always time for something else that's out there that you know better as. They may not be the top stories of the day. In other news. But you need to be in the know. This is In Other News. Welcome to another edition of Why? The answer is always because it's Florida. A Florida man was arrested for trying to cross the Atlantic in a hamster cage. What? Exactly. This fool who's Charmaine Nameless, Brisa Balucci, was 70 miles off the coast of Georgia when officers found him doing a, their words, not mine, their quote, not mine, a manifestly unsafe voyage while Hurricane Franklin was headed toward the area. That's what the Coast Guard said Wednesday in a statement on Facebook. Now, Harry, I've been bored, but I've never been that bored. Freddie, I've done some dumb things in my life, but I've never done things that damn dumb. You're talking about you're trying to go across the Atlantic Ocean mm-hmm. in a hamster cage mm-hmm. while a hurricane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is yeah. potentially coming towards sure. your way. Absolutely. What you said. I mean, I don't think you can get any stupider than that. I, 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 I don't know. It's I, Florida. A, that, 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 believe me, the year's not over yet. I believe like, he was trying to get to London. That was his end goal. <laughs> what? Boy, that makes all the sense now, Mark hey, Morales. I'm just saying. Did he think London was in Georgia? <laughs> did he have food with him? Like, how did, how is this going to work out? So well, he's running. That's a good question, Devin. He's running on the wheel, right? On the hamster wheel in the cage. Yes. He's going to get tired. Yes. Some, he's going to get tired really, yeah. like, really yeah. quickly. And you know who does not get tired? Tired sharks. Mother Nature. Yeah. You also can't control Mother Nature. Right. They're undefeated. Mother Nature's undefeated. Yes, it is. And sharks are too. When it comes to human beings. Last time I checked. I really would. I want to want to interview him <laughs> I to ask him, like, like why did he decide to do that, of he, all things? He would not want me to interview him. I'd make him feel even dumber than he already is. Guaranteed. <laughs> I don't play with that water. <laughs> not, not in that, not, when that water, you know how it's light blue? <laughs> yeah. It's light blue, then it gets, you know, another shade of light blue, then uh-huh. it, it starts to get dark blue. Right. But now, when, when it's, once it gets dark blue. Yeah. Freddie, I don't play with that water. And then it becomes human blue, and that never mm-hmm. goes well for the exactly. human being as far as that goes. <laughs> Speaking of in other news, how about Alabama making a switch at quarterback? Jalen Milrow started the first couple of games out after throwing two interceptions versus Texas. Alabama loses 34-24. to Tyler Buckner, who played at Notre Dame and the offense coordinator at Alabama, Tommy Reese, ran the same offense then. He gets to start this week for Alabama against USF University of South Florida. Freddie, a lot of people may ask me, am I surprised? No, I'm not, and, and here's why. When I watch Jalen Milrow in that game versus Texas, he made some mistakes that I just didn't understand how he was making. Also, there was another interception that should have got picked off in the end zone, and the DB just dropped it. So when I'm looking at Alabama playing South Florida this weekend, they're looking to get back on track. So you make that quarterback change now before you go play Ole Miss next week. And then you have Ole Miss, Mississippi State, Texas A&M. You don't want Tyler Buckner in his first start being against Ole Miss and you're trying to figure some things out and you're trying to, you know, coach him up in a different light. If he's going to have some kinks to iron out, you want him to have those things in the game against South Florida so you could talk about him going going into the Ole Miss game. 
And we'll see exactly how that's going to work. But Nick Saban is not allowing that to stay where it was. It was okay week one. was not okay in week two. There'll be no Jalen Milrow on game three of Alabama as they take on USF. Tyler Buckner getting the stop. By the way, don't forget about college football action tomorrow night as Florida will host number 11 Tennessee down in the swamp. That's going to be hotter than bad breath. Why? Because it's Florida. Coverage begins at 6.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Each and every afternoon around this time, we give you a little something, something that could be a rant or could be a rave, but it's always something good that we like to call. These might be my very last words. Last word is seagulls. Freddie and Harry, the last word. All right, Mr. Birthday Boy, about to celebrate his 39th birthday this weekend. Harry Douglas, what is your last word to take us into the weekend? My last word is going to be just that. I understand it's my birthday, but it's also my wife's, and I want to tell her happy birthday and just let her know how much she has changed my life and what she's meant to me and how much she's allowed me to grow into the man that I am today. And it's very important for everyone listening um, if you're going to be with someone, a significant other, make sure that person tells you things that you need to hear, not what you want to hear, and continuously push you to be the best version of yourself. And you don't want that person to be a mute. You want them to stand up for themselves. My wife is the first person that didn't let me talk to her any kind of way, so I knew she was my wife. And uh, I'm just thankful for her and everything that she brings to the table, man. That's fantastic. Happy birthday to you and Mrs. Douglas, man. Well-deserving. God bless both of you guys. My last one involves two people who should get along like Harry and his wife. And that'll be Jay Norvell of Colorado State and Deion Sanders of Colorado. It's about to be a Hatfield and McCoy situation Saturday night at the college game day being there earlier. Harry Ducks will be a part of that on YouTube and ESPN as well as that goes from 8.30, a.m. Eastern time. But it's good theater. Jay Norvell let it be known that, like, hey, I respect Deion. I like what he's done, but I'm tired of these guys. I'm tired of these guys. And his mama didn't raise him right compared to my mama. The minute you put somebody's mama into any conversation, Dems fighting words. And Deion's like, I'm tired of this bull junk. All that bull junk is going to come to a head tomorrow night, 10 o'clock Eastern time, because the Colorado said it's going to be personal. I can't wait to see how Colorado State reacts, because I, if I know I'm in that locker room and my coach went out on that limb, that shaky limb on that tree, that say that, you know what, our guys are ready. We're tired of these guys. You can't go out there like a bunch of ragamuffins and take a step back. Take a step forward and see if they can knock you back. Either way, there's new spice to a rivalry. Nobody saw it coming between Colorado State and Colorado. Ten paces, go get them, Ralphie, and go get them, Rams. That's going to be very interesting. Once again, brother, happy birthday. Have a great weekend, Harry. We'll do it again on Thanks, Tuesday bud. because I'll be out on Monday. I'll be doing coaches versus Kansas in Albany, but there'll be Freddie and Harry on Monday. Amber and Ian comes your way next. Thanks for joining us on the mighty ESPN Radio. Take care. God bless and keep cool. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.